0: Deep Shot, Deep Shot Podcast, Super Bowl Recap Edition. I said two weeks ago, Caleb, I said it two weeks ago, and I was riding the Bucks coattail. I did not think the game would go this way. I don't think a lot of people predicted the Chiefs would not even get into the end zone, but Tom Brady did it, seven rings, um, definitely the greatest of all time in any sport. I started thinking about, like, who cares about the MJ LeBron debate anymore? Like, what's it matter? Like, neither are the greatest to ever play a sport. And so, Tom Brady got it done, and the path of beating Drew Brees, Aaron Rodgers, and Patrick Mahomes, right, going through the entire NFC playoffs on the road, and then getting to play a Super Bowl at
1: home. What an what an accomplishment! Bravo! Right. Yeah, big time. Big time players make big time plays. You just I don't know. Once they beat um new orleans you just kind of had a feeling man they could make this thing happen and we've talked the whole time that you know throughout this whole season that you know tampa's loaded i mean we we said that from the jump was, there's not a team a that's hollywood more team. yeah literally there's nobody that had more talent on that team i've, I've never seen like, that's that's kind of they look like what alabama does every year it feels yeah. like but and the thing was, is they got it to where they had a bunch of old veterans, right, that had already been there, done that. That wasn't really taking much money, um, and they made it work. And the big yeah. thing was they were selfless; like nobody complained that they wanted yeah. the ball. I mean, they had, they probably had five or six pro bowlers on that team on offense alone. Mm-hmm. And,
0: but uh, yeah, so I mean, let's talk about the game. You want to talk about the Chiefs or the Bucks first?
1: <laughs> um. Let's talk about the Bucks and so say. Let's one. talk about
0: the Bucks. So you just said it like it is. It's very unselfish play. Like I'm already seeing things that <clears throat> that um, Mike Evans is saying he's going to take less money. Like I feel like they're developing. I don't know what Brady's thinking after this next year in his contract. He only had a two-year deal, but <laughs> very unselfish play. Uh, the game itself. Look, it was for the Bucks. It was they just. They're just efficient. It was Tom Brady, really, and the Bucks defense that made this game happen. Tom Brady and the Rob Gronkowski Love Fest went on. Gronk had himself a big game. He had like double the amount of catches he had all playoffs. Leonard Fournette had himself a big game. Playoff Lenny came up. I mean, you're right. It was until first like Mike Evans had one catch. Chris Godwin had two catches. Like those are the top two wide receivers. And they barely even did anything. The defense right. absolutely got after Kansas City. Kansas City's doubt. offensive line, we all knew was a problem coming into this game, but like Tampa Bay's defense has been outstanding all playoffs. They came out big again. Um, Devin White had himself a game, could have, you know, easily won. You know, maybe it was like a sack away from winning MVP. Um, they literally, there was one, um, I think where they won the game was when they got when they didn't get into the goal. They it was seven to three. They didn't score. There was like a goal line stand. Um and then Kansas City had a pump from their own end zone, shanked it, and then Tampa Bay scored again. And then once it was twenty-one six at half, it was like it just there's no way Tom like I know it's Patrick Mahomes, I know it's Kansas City, but Tom Brady and the Buccaneers literally I mean, they, they didn't let up. The defense didn't let up. The fact that Kansas City scored nine points didn't get into the end zone. Imagine laying a bet down that the Kansas City Chiefs were not going to score a touchdown. Um, I saw somebody. That's got to be like plus 2,000. Well, I saw somebody put a bet down that I saw this on Twitter probably the day before Super Bowl that somebody had bet that the Bucks were not going to score a touchdown. I don't think they obviously realistically thought that, but it put like a $1,500 bet that the Bucs were not going to score a touchdown. Just imagine if you would have done it the other way. But Tom Brady, I mean, just had to – I mean, he, he killed it in the first half, and basically the second half was just defense and chewing the clock out for the Buccaneers.
1: Right. Well, let's – let's offensively for the Bucks. okay? So this was the first game. This was Gronk's coming-out party. They saved him all year long and decided to use him one time right here. Mm -hmm. and um at the beginning of the game i thought i had two main keys offensively for the bucks that i thought they had to do kansas city's super aggressive on defense because they suck on the back end so they blitz a lot so i figured they'd have to be be able to run the ball and protect brady and um he had fabulous protection all game i mean he only sacked one time um pat mahomes got sacked three times comparatively and um I mean, it's it's just a typical, consistent stat line: twenty one for twenty nine, two one, three tuds. Right? Um, he he took care of the football. That's the main thing that Tampa did really well. And also, let's give credit to Byron Leftwich. He called a hell of a game. He got everyone involved, almost everybody. Um, Tyler Johnson didn't have a catch, and he should have. He 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 uh, let a ball whiz by him. That Brady. Scotty Jr. Miller didn't it.
0: have a catch.
1: Yeah, he, he had a carry. He didn't have a catch. Um, but they played a complete game offensively. I mean, they're running the ball for 150 yards. They're using two guys. Um, that two, two backfield workhorse ideal um, situation for them really worked to their advantage this game because they look fresh. And, and, and Tampa looked like a team that had been there before. And we we talked about this, you know. They were they were slow at the beginning of the year, and they finally, you know. Brady even said before the game, "I don't think we've played the perfect game yet," and I don't think they played the perfect game this week either. They they definitely didn't because they punted the ball way too much, but they still did enough to come away with a win.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, a hundred percent. The 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 Buccaneers. Literally, it didn't seem like they were going to lose this game at any point. Like, I never at one point was like, oh, here come the Chiefs, you know, especially since they weren't putting up any points at all. But still, it was just like this whole game, just complete domination um, on both sides of the ball. Not, you know, you talked about the offense and it was complete, but, I mean, give credit to By- Byron Leftwich and um, the whole staff.
1: Out right, there, Tampa. And defensively, but, they played a fabulous game too. There's, 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 no question about it. Nobody's ever done this to Kansas City. Never. Yeah, Patrick no. Mahomes looked like a looked like a rookie.
0: Yeah. No. I mean, and well, on that point, he, the thing about Patrick Mahomes is, he. I saw the stat that was like he ran for like 489 yards, um, in the back, like in the pocket or around the pocket. You know, he he definitely was running for his life. The entire game, he got there was like ten. Quarter- yeah, no Buccaneers doubt. Buccaneers got like ten quarterbacks hits on him. Obviously, that's the that was the key to the game, because Kansas City did outgain Tampa. I mean, they they get outgained them yardage wise. A lot of that's probably second half getting to. But like the thing about Kansas City is like we said like with Buffalo two weeks ago, how you can't play Kansas City just kicking field goals, and Kansas City in a way. Was you know thinking they could kick field goals against Tom Brady? Kansas City kind of back. I know it's Super Bowl and you got look taking points is taking points, but not getting into the end zone I mean, that's just a whole different ball game. Like in the in the Super Bowl and that's think about that that is two back to back, not back to back, but two back to – yeah and essentially two back to back Tom Brady teams that didn't give up a touchdown in the Super Bowl. Like
1: right that right. Tom
0: Brady in a defense is, is literally it's an scary. Combo. It's
1: scary. It's scary. Especially in the postseason, Cause you know, they're going to get the job done and hats off to Todd Bowles. He, he did the same thing that they did in the second half. You know, they played the chiefs earlier this year and the chiefs were up big. You know, yeah. we talked about this where they were up huge and the bucks almost came back and won it. Well, Tampa Bay did nearly the same thing they did in the second half of that game as they did in this game. They just, they put, they play two safeties, kind of like what the Raiders did against the Chiefs earlier this year when they got beat. <clears throat> two safeties. We're gonna play way back. We're gonna rush the passer. We're gonna send simulated pressures, which means where they're, you know, they may they may um, drop off an end like Jason Pierre-Paul may drop into coverage, but they're sending a corner or linebacker, Devin White's on the hunt, something like that behind it. And you look at Kansas City's stat line here. I mean, they only gave they got behind pretty early, and that's the reason why this is probably the case. But, I mean, they gave Edwards-Alaire the ball nine times to run the ball. And he averaged seven yards a rush. Yeah. And they never they, they never went to him. I mean, they, because they got so far off schedule at the beginning. And Patrick Mahomes, all right, we, we talked about it. Them missing the two tackles that were – one was a number one overall pick, and the one is probably the best right tackle in the game. And then you got the, the sack leader from last year on Tampa. And then you got Dominick. See, so, I mean, they're just – they have no match for that and when you get Kansas City in situations where they can't let Patrick Mahomes just look completely cool calm and collected in the pocket and he's able to run away from people and people are getting open downfield Tyreek Hill never had a chance to get downfield that's the reason why they had so much success this game
0: Mm -hmm. that's exactly that's the big thing and then if you talk about Kansas City like Travis Kelsey he he got his numbers he got 10 receptions 132 yards Tyreek Hill statistically if you look at the stats it wasn't you know a bad game for him but it was like you said he didn't have his big 40 50 yard play Nicole harman didn't have a big 50 40 yard play you know what i mean like it was they they stopped i mean and essentially they said okay we're gonna let you run the ball the way i see it and then but if you were up to too big of a lead you're not going to be doing that anyway and yeah yeah you're not they didn't let the playmakers get past when they said all right well, because I think essentially when you play the Chiefs, you, you your two biggest issues are Travis Kelce and Tyreek Hill. Obviously, Patrick Mahomes, the biggest issue, you know, from that. But, like, from what you can you can control, you can control Travis Kelce and Tyreek Hill. Well, not realistically both of them, but if you can control one of them, that's what they did. And they said, all right, we're not going to let Miko get past us. We're not going to let Tyreek Hill get past us. We're not letting Sammy or DeMarcus, anybody get past us. And we'll just keep Travis Kelce in front of us. I think that, I think that's what it do, that's what it did, and then obviously in the second half you can open up a little bit as you're trying to let the clock wind down. But right, I mean, I I never thought you'd see the day where Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes just couldn't find an answer.
1: Well, you know, at the beginning of the game, the way they came out, I mean, everybody saw it. You know, Mahomes the first drive was just scrambling to get all the yards, and they were trying to they were trying to push the ball way downfield. And what they found out quickly was that they don't have three seconds in the in the pocket. They just don't. Shaq Barrett, Dominican Sue, Vita Vea, whoever else is on the inside Pierre of that Paul. defense. JPP, Devin White, Levante David. They're not letting it happen. And people are going to look back at this. All right, that, that front seven or front six that Tampa mm-hmm. mainly played when they played with the Chiefs. You look at all the past Super Bowl winners and who's in it? Teams winner. Great pass rush and a great quarterback. They had it. I mean, the Tampa has everything that they needed and the teams, you know, thinking back on it, the teams that usually win are the ones that win up front and Tampa whooped their ass up front, big time. Travis Kelsey had a, I mean, you know, Kansas city had yards, right? But all those yards came in the fourth quarter when it was too late. And then they ended up going for it on fourth down a bunch and never got it. Also Tampa forced Kansas city to turn the ball over. That hasn't really happened all year.
0: Two interceptions on Patrick Mahomes. I don't know when's the last time Patrick Mahomes had a multi-interception game.
1: Feels like forever. I bet you it was um, the the Raiders game. I think yeah. he did have a couple picks. But, but you like, get those rarely out of him. Like that's mm-hmm. not something that you ever find. And yeah, especially also, especially in I the think,
0: biggest game of the year.
1: Yeah, for no doubt. And mm-hmm. another thing here, like all you just look down the line. Okay, Kansas City's uh, other secondary threats. Tyreek Hill, punt returning, zero yards, okay? Um, Tommy Townsend averaged 30 yards on a punt. He shanked two of them. The dude looked like he'd never been there, right? I mean, like, they just looked rookie. And also, let's talk about this. Penalty yards. Kansas City has always played this thing all year long. I don't know why they thought they could come out and play the Bucs van to van and say, we're going to beat you. Never. That would have never crossed my mind, but they tried it. Then the rest were calling them on holding. Almost every play, it saved Tampa so many times when they were third down, about to punt. This, that, and the other, they're getting automatic first down. Yeah. Kansas City had 90 penalties yards for 120
0: on. yards on the Chiefs.
1: Yeah, they had 90 yards of penalties before the end of the first half. I mean, it's crazy. And then also, just a microcosm of how this game went. You don't even have to show me the score. If you show me a, a stat line that came up, and Tony Romo talked about it on the broadcast. At one point, Patrick Mahomes had taken forty drop packs, and twenty-four of them were hurries. That's all I need to see. I know who won the game. I, I, the, you don't have to tell me after that because I know there's a pick or two in there somewhere. You know, and Kansas City was dropping balls. And Kansas City yeah. looked sloppy for the first yeah. Time. See, and
0: that's the thing is Mahomes had some of those crazy passes too. One hit yeah, the dude falling
1: he's sideways, throwing it like a diving shortstop kind of deal. Those throws yeah. hit him dead I mean, in the face mask.
0: Yeah, I mean so I guess in a way I give a lot of credit to Patrick Mahomes and what he was able to do but and I you know you like to think like maybe if the offensive line is healthy maybe this game is cl- at least closer I I thought the Bucks were going to win I put money on the Bucks to win I I definitely I just it was hard to bet against Tom Brady in his own stadium waking a, in, a up in his
1: own bed.
0: Yeah, in a, in a Super Bowl with the amount of right. playmakers like we say Bronk, Mike Evans, Chris Godwin, Leonard Fournette Ronald A Jones, B, B. Scotty Mill. I mean, just in a a huge offensive line up front and a just a look, if Tom Brady's your quarterback in the Super Bowl, you have to be look, we talked about how Kansas City looked like rookies and blah, blah, blah And that was a big thing is remember everybody used to say, well, I don't know if everybody said it, but a lot of people, you know, I guess it's rumored like Kansas City got the success when New England started going down. Um in a sense, you know, because last year they win the Super Bowl. They didn't have to play New England. New England was eliminated earlier, and then Tom Brady leaves. They get back to the Super Bowl, and then they run into him. Let's uh, – what about – so we, the GOAT, In so now Patrick Mahomes, who is like the baby GOAT, this, this Super Bowl was probably the biggest one. He, you know, he's probably still going to win a few more. Um, but this one he needed to have – if he was going to submit the legacy as the GOAT, he's got to beat the GOAT. Um, do you, what? Just early prediction for next year. I mean, do you see these two teams running it back?
1: It depends on how Tampa's offseason goes. If they can get those guys to negotiate down their number and take deals, look, if they bring back, I don't, know, I don't know how they'll bring back AB, but there's also a chance that other teams don't want to fool with AB. So um, Chris Godwin's up for free agency. So they, they're probably going to lose one or two receivers, right? And they got a lot of people in defense. They're pretty young in the secondary, but they got to pay those guys up front, mm-hmm. Lovato, David, and all this, that and the other. Um, Kansas City, I expect to be back. They still have their core. They're just going to reload. If you have Patrick Mahomes, you always have a chance. And I don't know. The NFC is so tight. And look, the Rams, we talked about this. It's completely off topic. The Rams getting Matthew Stafford changes everything mm-hmm. because i've told you i told you all year long the rams are quarterback away and here they are they, they had their guy they just mortgaged away their future for it i don't know if they're going to run it back but i'll tell you what jason light their gm down there at tampa bay did a hell of a job they won seven to nine last year with james winston and they said we can win that many games with anybody in the league let's go get brady they got him they won the super bowl now it's up to him to reload because their window to win is, is they have one more year to win, maybe two, depending on how Brady's aging goes, which he looks like he's getting aging in reverse. But money wise and all that, they have, if they can somehow figure out the money situation to bring everybody back, they'll be back. Gronk's a free agent. Um, AB's a free agent. I'm pretty sure OJ Howard's a free agent. Chris Godwin's a free agent. So they're, they're going to have some, some questions to answer. Leonard Fournette's a free agent. You know, they got a lot of mercenaries on that offense this year. They're going to have to roll back. But but
0: what is good is that everyone else has basically been hired in the coaching tree. So they're going to run back with that coaching staff.
1: Yeah, I would expect I don't. Yeah, the jobs are filled at the moment. I can't believe Byron Leftwich or Todd Bowles didn't get any looks, and I cannot believe that Clyde Christensen, the QB coach, didn't get any looks either. Because I mean, that dude's made his rounds around the league. Also, if they, look if the Tampa can hold everything together, we did. But here's the thing: we said the same thing about Kansas City last year. They held everybody together. They returned twenty. They only lost one starter from last year's team. Why wouldn't they repeat? It's, and this is the reason why you can never guesstimate in the NFL because injuries ended up getting them. And then Tampa Bay dialed up the only game plan we've ever seen make Kansas City look like the Jets. Yeah. So you never know. Never yeah. really know. I don't see another team in the AFC coming up and doing this thing to the Chiefs. I, I don't. And I don't know if there's, the NFC is always going to be tough to get out of because Green Bay will be back. The Rams will be back. Seattle will probably be decent. If they can figure it out, the Cardinals. You know, there's tons of teams.
0: Yeah, the NFC definitely still. Um, the NFC had a tough year this year, but it could be a bounce back. Um, there was a streaker during the Super Bowl.
1: Yeah, and he rigged it.
0: He bet on yeah. it. Yeah, he bit. Yeah, congrats to that guy. I saw he won. Like yeah, he had bet. He
1: play by him.
0: Yeah. What? But what a play! I mean, it, I saw it cost him like a thousand dollars to pay his bail, and he ended up winning like. 300K on the bet that somebody was going to streak onto the Super Bowl. And yeah. it apparently he had his, his friend go first as a diversion for him to get there. And he honestly he made some good... He made, he, he got down the field. He got down the field and that little slide... In, did you see the video? And he slid yeah, to the end zone. That was pretty nice.
1: Yeah, honestly, he got an end zone more than Kansas City did. It's pretty good yeah, about
0: him. Exactly.
1: Good for him. Um Well, that was
0: Super Bowl. That was the 20... 20 season Uh, the night before there was the awards Um, really a lot of them I think were expected Uh, Aaron Rodgers won the MVP Um, Alex Smith comeback player of the year Uh, defense defense rookie year was Chase Young but there was some there was some debate offensive player of the year was Derrick Henry I guess they I love I love the whole well uh, well Derrick Henry was offensive player of the year but Patrick or Aaron Rodgers is the MVP it's like okay, it's um, just you just give you just got to give Derrick Henry something. But um, the two big debates were for the offensive rookie of the year and the defensive player of the year. Let's talk about the offensive rookie of the year first. Herbert over Jefferson. Um, I think this one was like you couldn't really blame either vote. Um, I thought both of them broke like a ton of rookie records. Like, um, hold on, I've got it pulled up. Justin Herbert broke the all-time rookie record in passing touchdowns, uh, total touchdowns, completions, games with 300-plus passing yards, and games with three-plus touchdowns. That's hard to like vote against. And then, you know, Justin Jefferson breaks, like, the... uh, I think it was the receiving record um, for a rookie uh, in the Super Bowl era. He got voted. um, He's in the Pro Bowl... There, you know, there was a lot of, you know, couldn't, I wouldn't blame people for voting for Justin Jefferson, but Justin Herbert got the award. And I think in a way it's more of like, just, I guess maybe it's more records broke. Um, the team probably wasn't as good. He probably could, honestly, the team could have won a lot more games and if they were better coached. Um, and he did it in, like, one less game because he just – and remember, like, the second game of the season, Herbert came in because Tyrod Taylor punctured his lung. Dude, he
1: got stabbed it. in the lung. Yeah, yeah so, crazy. Uh,
0: but I think Herbert winning this award wasn't too – I mean, it wasn't far-fetched at all. Um, But I think it doesn't, doesn't matter. Justin Jefferson can get the motivation from this of not winning it. He had a great rookie season, but I, I guess the quarterback is more paid attention to, too. And you're playing in the AFC, which was definitely a harder conference. So that's the way I look at it.
1: Um, I, I thought it was, I thought that was the right decision. Um, Justin Herbert had a hell of a year for a rookie. I mean, we, we watched him all season long and we were like, this guy is making throws that, you know, the elder statesman of the league make. And he had, you know, he had really good receivers and a decent line from probably a really bad coach, but, um, Justin Jefferson hats off to him. He had a great year, fabulous year. we all knew he was going to do that. And there's no reason he should have slid that far in the draft, but, yeah, shout out to the Eagles it's, for drafting yeah, right. uh, Ray Like what some of the uh, some of the other
0: picks above Justin Jefferson, like Henry Ruggs, all oh, Henry Ruggs, oh, that was definitely a stretch for first pick, but that was like a green yeah. thing, and then Jerry Judy, and then uh somebody else. I forgot who else was picked over him. Um but yeah, Justin Jefferson yeah, he, he had himself a season. There was nothing there's there was Little doubt that he was probably, like, a top three wide receiver in that draft, but for him to slid that far, I think, you know what? There was, like, four receivers taking over
1: him, so. Right. I think, yeah, I think they got it right, though. I mean, Justin Jefferson, and the thing about it is you're also playing quarterback, right? So, a quarterback versus a receiver, that's, like, the third target on the team. I mean, you got Diamond Cook, then you got Thielen, and then you got him, too. So, I, I think they got it right. I'll tell you which one that I was not happy about. And this yeah. might shock you. Derrick Henry should not have won Offensive Player of the Year. And I'll tell you why. It's because of a guy named Travis Kelsey. Oh. Um, that guy broke all kinds of records this year. He was on my fantasy team. Mm. There's Derrick Henry ran for 2,000 yards. Yes, that's true. And that it, More power to him, that's great. But... You've never seen a tight end play like this before. Never, never. He was better than any other tight end we've ever seen in history. We've seen plenty of two thousand yard rushers at this point. Compared mm-hmm. to what Kelsey did, it's not close. Well, I, just, I, I was baffled by that. Well, well, let me defend.
0: At. Let me defend my fantasy player of the year and Derek Henry, and say that uh, the Titans. You know, they, I don't think, obviously, they're not the Chiefs. They're a good team. They weren't the Chiefs. There's no, there is A.J. Brown and stuff like that. But I think that it's hard to go against, first, it's hard to go against 2,000 yards. I think, especially because Derrick Henry was in the MVP conversation already, um, in a way, just like, you know, and then Patrick Mahomes is Travis Kelsey's quarterback versus, I guess, running back. Yeah yeah but that's the way i would see it i thought i thought you were going to be talking about the defensive player of the year here
1: no uh, i'm not too happy about that one either but that one's got to be a little bit more debate just whenever i was looking at the award show i was like there's no way travis kelsey doesn't win this right i mean the dude had 105 receptions this year it's fifth in the league he had the second most yards in the entire league with quarterbacks too or i mean with receivers also 11 tuds tied for fifth you know I mean, I get what you're saying though, you know, Derrick Henry led the league in rushing yards, more power to him and he's the center of the team. So that would make more sense. Yeah. But the defensive player of the year thing though, all right, that's side by side of Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, that's a little a little bit closer. Aaron Donald takes on triple teams and we know Aaron Donald is really really good. But TJ Watt had an off the charts. Yeah, so
0: let's area. let's read let's read those stats uh Tackles, 53 to – look, in six out of the – well, I don't know. every Pretty much everything about the read, T.J. Watt, is the higher number. Um, tackles, 53 to 41. Sacks, 15 to 13 and a half. Tackles for loss, 23 to 12. Pressures, 55 to 42. Quarterback hits, 41 to 26. Force fumbles. Aaron Donald had four over T.J. Watt's two. And then pass defenses, the T.J. Watt, 7 to 1. Interceptions – TJ Watt one to zero, yeah. Looking at the numbers, it's very um, mind-boggling on how TJ Watt didn't win this, and obviously he was very upset about it. Um, he yeah, tweeted about it. it. JJ tweeted litter. about it. A lot of people tweeted about it. Um, mm. And you think, I guess, look, the people who vote for these wards, who you know, I guess, look, Aaron Donald's won two of them before. I try to make sense of these awards as I as I see them happen. Uh, right. Something like this happens. And I guess it's – you're right. First of all, I've, I've, ever since the thing – the awards are out, I saw so many pictures of Aaron Donald being, like, quadruple teamed on some occasions. Um, he's definitely – it's – the defensive tackle and defensive end position is different. Um, you're definitely going to take more double teams as a defense tackle because as an edge player, you're able to get outside. Uh, right. But the numbers are hard to argue against. I guess the only thing to make sense of it is Aaron Donald has two of them. They were going for – he's going for his third. He played – his. he had the number one defense. Uh, Pittsburgh was probably like two or three. Um, but he had the number one defense. He was on the number one defense. Big reason was because of him and Jalen Ramsey. Um, and his team played a lot better down the stretch. And because I think Pittsburgh struggled so much – down the stretch, and they gave up like fifty something points in a playoff game. Maybe that went against them. It's like I said, the numbers don't add up, but I guess maybe the eye test for. But then again, I don't know. Like the people who vote on this are probably just what old bunch of old,
1: yeah, white who
0: write for the Tampa Bay Chronicles and stuff like that. So I don't. I don't know, maybe L.A. versus Pittsburgh. I try to make sense of it. It It didn't make sense by the numbers, but I guess in these guys' heads, it made plenty of sense.
1: Well, you have to find the criteria that makes sense to them, right? So is it really about numbers, or is it about who's the most valuable to their team? Because if you want to ask me that, I'm going to tell you Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald literally will take three guys on his own on the offensive line. He changes everybody's schemes around him. T.J. Watt's a really good player. He's an outside linebacker, though. And he still didn't cause as many turnovers as Aaron Donald did. I mean, you you check those numbers, and that's fine for that. But I promise you, if you go into the deep analytics of it, I bet you Aaron Donald was probably the right choice on that one. And also, we don't even have to talk about how Pittsburgh played a cupcake schedule. And I bet you a lot of those stats were off of cupcake teams that TJ Watt played. Meanwhile, the Rams are playing the NFC. The NFC West was pretty competitive all year long. Everybody has a pretty decent offensive line over there too, so I don't, you know, it's it's give or take. The guy we don't we know that Aaron Donald's great. We also know that T.J. Watt's time is coming. So, I mean, he can relax. Maybe use his motivation this year and be better Aaron Donald next year. And I don't think he will be, but whatever.
0: Yeah, I, Maybe it just honestly could be a seniority thing. I don't know. Um, yeah. But that those were the awards. There's, I guess, uh, Russell Wilson won the Walter Payton Man of the Year. I think the Walter Payton Man of the Year. I, you know, I'm not discrediting what Russell Wilson does, and I don't, you know, look into what everyone does for these this award. But I think the Walter Payton Man of the Year award, um, in a way, is kind of, I'm not not trying to sound you know like a dick but i feel like in a way it's kind of a popularity contest like i don't think like the guy i don't even remember the guy's name for the falcons who was nominated for it but like there's no way he like you have to be a superstar in the league to also win the walter payton man of the year award you know what i mean yeah absolutely because you look at them like it's like who who's all wanted like Fitz and thomas davis and
1: calais uh, campbell
0: calais campbell eli manning won it at one point um I who I would it did Kel? No, Kelty was up for it this year. I don't yeah, remember who was won. up for it. Um, I can't it, remember who it's, won. it's like,
1: weird. I don't even know what the clarification that you know, there's no guesstimate on that one. Like, I don't even know if you can even predict it. Yeah,
0: but Russell Wilson's getting that cool pack. Then JJ
1: Watt won it one year because, yeah, JJ like, Watt did all the yep. raising for the hurricane.
0: Yeah, JJ Watt has it. I think you definitely have to be a big name, not just crying everything they do, and you know, it's good for their communities yeah. and stuff but it's very uh it's like i feel like you know if
1: scotty you know, miller's not winning one of those awards yeah
0: exactly um so that was the awards in the super bowl there also so hats I,
1: off to uh hats off to cleveland browns coach kevin Sabansky, and yeah, coach
0: coach of the year. Coach, well deserved coach. yeah definitely there's probably no debate against that um The quarterback controversy is heating up. We've been talking about this a lot. Uh, Mm. Last week, I did a little solo pod on Matt Stafford and the Jared Goff trade. And that, for one, let's just go ahead and what I don't, do you think the, let's, you know, let's not think about what's going to happen in the future and blah, 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 but like just the analytics of the trade. How much sense do you think it made?
1: um for both sides i think it made sense because detroit was trying to give matthew stafford a place that that he could go where they would not hate him like every other lion does um and they also got you know a young quarterback with a decent amount of promise who had overstayed his welcome in la they also got a shit ton of picks back but they took on a horrible contract so there's that for la you get a guy that You know, he had a decent year once when he had Todd Gurley back there in his prime. Ever since then, he's been a middle-of-the-road, bottom-tier quarterback. And you give up the rest of your draft picks for the next four or five years and get a guy that you know is probably a top-ten quarterback still in the league. So, And you get rid of Goff's horrible contract. That's the main thing. That's the main reason why I think L.A. did the deals, because they knew Goff wasn't that good, and they need to get rid of that shit-ass contract. He's making like he's like the second or third highest paid quarterback.
0: Yeah. Do you um the two picks though, like two picks, two first round picks and a third round now? Sean McVay, to his credit, has never had a first round pick since he's been the coach of the Rams. And they're still and, damn
1: good because they draft really well in the back end. Like their mm-hmm. second and third round. They range,
0: literally have not sweet. had a first round pick since Jared Goff. And they yeah. traded up to get him. Like that's crazy to think about. But what about, I mean, two two first-round picks and a third. Is Matt Stafford worth that in, analytically, I guess?
1: I don't think so, but what is worth that is getting rid of the golf contract. I think that's why that trade had so much beef to it. Like Normally, if they were to trade Matthew Stafford for, say, Blake Bortles' contract or something like that as a backup, they probably wouldn't have had to spend that much money. But to get Detroit to take on that much of a cap, like a $40 million cap hit, you're going to have to throw in some sweet stuff in there. And I think that's why the Rams got trade raped, essentially. But did they really? Because their books are a lot cleaner. So, And look, now that the Rams have cleared his salary, if they can re- renegotiate Ramsey and Aaron Donald's deal somehow or another, they're going to have a shit ton of cap space. And that's unheard of in L.A. Mm. What about,
0: um, so I said this last week too, is Deshaun Watson the true winner, or the Houston Texans, are they the true winners of this trade?
1: Um, I don't think this trade even compares to what you would give for Deshaun Watson. I think Deshaun Watson warrants at least three first-rounders. So I would guess probably— So does he go
0: for four now? Does he go for four first-rounders now? I mean,
1: or three I mean, first-rounders, two second-rounders? I, I would not give more than three first-rounders for him. And look— Deshaun Watson's stuck in hell because Nick Casario does not want to trade that guy. Whoever, insert no name here, that took the job down there, took the job knowing that Deshaun would be there. And obviously Casario told him, I'm not trading this motherfucker. So the, the, Deshaun's just going to take fines and not play next year at this point because I don't think they're going to deal them. Somebody's going to have to throw them four or five first in order for them to take it at this point. I don't even know if you can trade that many first-round picks. Yeah, I think, it, I think three is the cap.
0: If I'm not wrong, um, that'll be interesting. Yeah, no, I, I last week, it definitely seemed like Deshaun was going to be on the move. But now who they're saying is going to be on the move this week is Carson Wentz. Absolutely. What are you that's thinking a, there?
1: That's that's intriguing because I tell you who did win, who won from that trade was not anybody in Houston. It was in Philly because if they trade Wentz, they're going to get two first for him, probably the way it looks to me. Because they did the same thing for Jared Goff, you know, like what? So, I'm thinking See, the first and second up...
0: round pick from that draft are got to be dealt, or one's yeah, already. Yeah, literally,
1: dealt. right, right. I'm thinking Wentz ends up an Indy. I don't know what they're gonna do. Look, Wentz's contract is horrendous. Okay, it is so bad, so bad. So I don't really know what. They got going on. Sirianni came out in the press conference and said, "When he got introduced, horrible press conference, by the way. If anybody's listening to it, he sounds like the dumbest dumb guy in the world." Um, but he didn't even guarantee that Wentz would be on the roster, which means he's doubt to me. Um, the Colts are the, the Colts and the Bears are the only two teams that make sense for me. I mean, that's bottom line. Who's willing to give up warm? And I don't think either team really wants to give up that much for Carson Wentz. There's so much. There's so much talent in this draft. So much talent in this draft. Why would you spend all those picks to go get somebody that's halfway proven?
0: Yeah, that that'll be interesting. What Carson Carson Wentz situation is because of what you just said. There, I don't see. They said he's going to be on the move, but like where? Like, is he go? Who's like, going
1: to offer all that? I mean, we know like Carson Houston? Wentz was good. Like. <laughs> right? Would they do a trade back for trade two? Yeah, I mean, if I was Houston, that'd be probably the best case scenario because you're still gonna get a haul off of Philly when Philly's actually looking for the haul. I don't know, man. No. It's like it's weird. It's just weird yeah. because the there's like mm-mm. there's like six quarterbacks that have a first round grade this year. Why would why would you go for that?
0: That's the one. I'm thing not a
1: GM though, so you know. That's the
0: one quarterback that I just I look at. And I'm like, I don't know who's just gonna be like voluntarily you know just up to grab Carson. Right.
1: right and everybody in america has seen his downfall from the time he was like he was number one in the mvp race and then he tore his acl everybody knew you know before that he was pretty good he was on the cusp of MVP year as a second year and then after that he's just not even looked the same now is that doug peterson's fault because the roster is definitely not as good and we also have to remember now that Philly team that still won a Super Bowl with him out did, was not going to win a Super Bowl because of him, right? Yeah. They had, that was the best off- offensive line I think we've ever seen together. I mean, you go down the line, they had four pro bowlers that year on the OL. Then you had a loaded defense, loaded secondary, loaded receiver core. You know, so I, Wins is so hard to really digest and understand because when he's had a bad team around him, he's really bad. When he had a good team around him, he's pretty good.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, but you're not going
1: to have a good team anytime soon if you trade away the house to get him.
0: Yeah. Um, Sam Darnold's getting interest. That report came out that Sam Darnold is. There's a lot of calls around for him. If you're the Jets, what are you? What do you do there? Are you? Are you in on selling Sam Darnold? If teams are calling.
1: I'll sell anything and if I'm a GM and anybody's free to me, you know, except for a couple, you know, starting quarterbacks in the league. I mean, whoever wants to offer a shit ton for Sam Darnold, be my guest. Mm-hmm. They have the number two pick. So there's that. The problem is, is they have a young guy with a new coach coming in. I don't think people are out on Sam Darnold. Like he actually showed a bit of promise. Adam Gase literally said, I failed to make him any good. So, if you're the Jets, you either start over. It's all dependent on what Sala wants. All right, so if Rob Sala wants to restart and take, at the moment it looks like Zach Wilson's the number two quarterback, don't ask me why, would you rather have him or Sam Darnold? That's your question. Um, I mean, it's all up to the, if the Jets, the Jets really desperately need a full rebuild, so if they can get a haul for Sam Darnold, I'm good for it. If it gets him a couple more first round picks or somebody's first for this year and then a second next year or something crazy like that. I don't think he'll get a big of a haul as you know, say Matthew Stafford, but that's an interesting case. New Orleans is gonna be on the hunt for guys like that though, man. New Orleans needs some help. I don't know if they're gonna pay Jameis Winston. I don't think Taysom Hill's a guy. Drew Brees.
0: Yeah, so Taysom Hill's still on he's still got another gear. I yeah,
1: Jameis Winston's a free agent. Drew Brees negotiated his contract down to the one minimum. million dollars. So he, that seems like that he's gone.
0: Let's talk. Let's talk about that. Imagine cutting twenty-four million dollars out of
1: your life. Yeah, I guess the guy's made a ton already, <laughs> <so> <laughs> endorsements and stuff like that too. that's, that's, but, the, that's, you know, that's, that's the kind of guy. If anyone's for,
0: ever right. wondered what kind of guy Drew Brees is. He's that type of guy that would cut twenty
1: million dollars out of his yeah. life. I, I'd call that an idiot. I don't know what anybody <laughs> else would call that, but um, you know he's made a ton of money already. New Orleans has lined his pockets pretty well. I wouldn't be shocked if he's made over a hundred million dollars since he's been down there. Um, but the contract maneuver like that seems to me that he's gone. Right? They're trying to clear their yeah. cap number so they can rebuild next year. He's already talked to Sean Payton. My ribs hurt, coach. I got to get out. Let me help you out. So, I, don't know. I, I fully expected to resign James Winston and keep him around. He's yeah. already familiar with the system. He practiced well this year, apparently. So,
0: that'll be, all uh, the
1: dollar sign. that'll
0: be something to see about the, how about the eyes are doing. Um, one last thing so the report came out today Russell Wilson is frustrated with getting hit. Frustrated. Um, 394 sacks. In nine seasons, that's a that's a that that's an astonishing number. <laughs> well, almost four I would say this to Mr. hundred Russell times.
1: Wilson. Yeah, that, that's huge. That's been Roethlisberger area. <laughs> um, Russell Wilson get the ball out faster because we all know what he's about. He's going to sit back there. He's going to scramble around a little bit. And of course, he's going to get hit.
0: he's also, a tiny guy. He's a tiny he's guy. small. Yeah, he says he. Yeah. He says he wants more input in what the seahawks do
1: i don't okay give it to him that's yeah. that's fine seattle man. give him the give him the leeway tell that motherfucker to take a pay cut he's making a shit ton of money that's mm. why you don't have help russ because you're taking all the damn cash <laughs> he's like a quarter of their cap hit man uh um, what is my yeah. mind though is people are actually calling to see if russell wilson will be traded like that's a thing that's even a thing that's crazy to me
0: well there was all the there was the rumors about Pete Carroll, like, towards the end of the season.
1: Yeah. I don't know if... that, that, yeah, that's, that's funny. That's some funny shit. I don't know.
0: Man, Seattle. What if Seattle just starts crumbling? You know, like, what if... What if this? Hey, it won't going. be
1: long. I mean, they already crumbled once. We saw it when they had to pay everybody, and then all the guys, Cam Chancellor broke his neck and retired. And then Earl Thomas flicked Pete Carroll off walking off the field.
0: Yeah, and Earl Thomas, once. Earl Thomas had an orgy with his brother.
1: Yeah, and then he had a, a close encounter with his brother.
0: Yeah. And then, uh, uh, I
1: don't know. I don't know. Yeah,
0: and the whole Richard NFC West,
1: NFC West may, is going to have two new quarterbacks in it next year. It's going to be crazy because I don't know. Uh, Rob, I don't think he survives. Jimmy G is I don't think the the 49ers want him around another year. That's so He's crazy. Like,
0: it just this year, just all the quarterbacks like just yeah,
1: I think teams are realizing like we're paying these middle of the road guys way too much just because they were they got beyond their rookie contract. Like, congrats, you got out of your rookie contract. Here's thirty million dollars a year because that's what the market said at. No, that's bullshit. Mm-hmm. Jimmy Imagine... Garoppolo is in the same category as Sam Darnold. Right? imagine I mean, if, if really think about it you could
0: you imagine like what teams could do if the quarterback market was like 20 to 25 million dollars like
1: well what? you know as crazy as the market was there what th- three or four years ago like brady in his last couple years in new england was making 20 million.
0: yeah it really started. i remember years. like the first big quarterback was like matthew stafford i remember matthew stafford becoming the highest paid player in the league
1: at like 30 million dollars Dude, he, he was the highest-paid rookie ever. Like, that's why they made the rookie salary slots. Because of Matt Stafford, he got, like, a seven-year, $60 million deal when he first came out. Like, what? And then they renegotiated, and they ended up paying him a shit ton. And then you had Carson Wentz and Jared Goff come in and reset the market. Then you had Russell Wilson completely shit on the market when he took all that money. You've had a lot of guys that somehow or another teams just get to where, oh, yeah, we just got to make him the biggest name possible. So, here we go. We're going to sign a guy to $1 million more than the next. That's why Matt Ryan's getting paid $4 million a year. It's crazy. Teams have no cap flexibility. And what's going to suck, what's going to suck for those guys, is when the cap goes down next year, what the fuck are they going to do? <laughs> what the hell are they going do?
0: It's crazy because, like, quarterbacks are paid, you know, so much money. And then you think about, like, the, the next highest paid people are, like, Defensive ends, like pass rushers. And corners. Like yes, yeah,
1: pass like rushers Joe, and corners.
0: Joey Bosa, and then you have your offensive linemen to get paid. And then um like essentially, I mean, your wide receivers and running backs, but I guess I mean you can really fill in with skill players. I guess.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean I'm, most teams that are geared toward in the NFL, they they're gonna put their money in the in the front four, in the front in the offensive line, obviously. A quarterback and then you know one or two skilled guys for yeah. most people's money is gonna go in a corner if they got it linebackers you know but the money is spent on quarterbacks receivers that actually get paid aka okay, julio jones jesus christ's contract is huge and then people already made the mistake of paying running backs they're not doing that shit no more zeke got lucky um, Todd Gurley is a is literally the portrait child for that. The reason why you don't pay those guys. And then you got Aaron Donald and and Jalen Ramsey both making twenty five million a year out in L A. So these people keep resetting the market. and Now the cap's going to go down, and everybody's going to be squeezed. Like nobody's going to get paid this offseason. That's probably going to be a thing that happens. Like a lot of free agents, kind of like what happened to Clowney this year, where he didn't get signed until August. Probably going to happen again.
0: Hmm. Well. That is, that is, that's crazy. That is crazy. Well, that's going to wrap up this edition of Deep Shot. Um, football season's over. So oh, we're going to have to find some that. new things. Yeah, sad thing. Um,
1: Where's the XFL yeah. at? I need yeah,
0: was where I, I was literally talking about that. I was like, man, the XFL would be. Oh, that would be
1: huge. That would be electric to see the Tampa Bay Vipers line it up today. Yeah. Holy Damn,
0: God. that was my team last year, man. The Tampa It'd Bay be Vipers. Electric. That they were not good. Aaron Murray really oh, he was let me down. I remember going into last season, like, finally, like, this is my team. And then, of course, I picked the team that was, like, one and four before
1: COVID. Yeah, not the Battle Hogs or the Bill or yeah. Jones in Washington, you know. <laughs> um, I mean, but, Canadian football will be on pretty soon here, I yep, guess. We'll FCS football. Then, yeah, a lot of teams aren't playing in the spring. There's that. Yeah. yeah. So. And then um, baseball. Yeah, baseball, NBA basketball at this point, but baseball is about to be back.
0: Yeah, but we're going to have to find some new things to talk about, some new segments. um, But it's been too easy to just talk football.